Welcome to OOBG Radio, the leading destination for the best sports and betting analysis presented by your hosts, John, Jordan, and Dave. And we're back. This is OOBG Radio. I'm joined here today by Jordan, Brian, and Monroe yes, from uwager.eu. So we got this whole thing about, uh, you know, Supreme Court. They just passed on their ruling saying that uh, they were not going to meddle in what the states are going to do in regards to gambling. How does this affect me as the gambler, as a fan, as a sports fan? Um, how, how, you know, does this mean I'm going to be able to place my own bets? I, can I just go and uh, can I become a bookie? Is this, how, what does this, all this entail? I don't know. So that's, that's, those are the questions that we're going to answer today. Uh, Monroe, what do you, what you got for me for this? Well, John, I don't know if you can become a bookie, but you know, this is some exciting news here for us, <laughs> uh, especially as you wager, I think for, for a lot of offshore sports books, but being where we are in the position that we are. We're really excited moving forward. Each state now has the ability to pass their own legislation in regards to gambling. Congress can regulate sports gambling directly if they wish to do so, but if not, it'll be up to the states. And this is a big step for us. Uh, this, this is something that's been taking place in New Jersey, New Jersey being on the front line of this for years now. Right, and Chris Christie said that they should have... New legal- Jersey governor. New Jersey governor said they should have legalized sports betting by July in New Jersey. Wow. 32 mm-hmm. other states have already said mm-hmm. that they're on board, they're going to legalize it in their states. And really the ones that aren't on board are the ones that have strong American Indian lobbies right, uh, and keeping them from doing it because they have the casinos and they've got to deal with that aspect. So you're looking at your Florida's, your Texas, your Oklahoma. But I, I see all the states falling slowly. Sure. I mean, there's, there's too much money in the industry to, for them to not get into it. And I think it increases uh, you know, the, the market for us as well. Oh, I've, already seen, I've already seen at U-Wager a lot of guys coming in just because they know about the sports gambling having been legalized. Uh, they go online, they look for us, they find us, they jump on board, they have more confidence with us than ever. Now, the misconception is that it was illegal to place bets before. It has never been illegal to place bets. It's been illegal to take bets, which is why your sports book has to be located offshore. So because of that, even in the states that don't have it necessarily legalized it, it is still legal for you to call you wager and place a bet. Just federally, the Supreme Court just validated what we're doing. Exactly. So how does how does all this work out for me? Can I, I mean, besides going to Vegas and placing bets in one of those casinos, um, how can I place a bet now on anywhere and it's going to be legal? Or how does that affect me as as a fan? Well, not not just yet. Yeah, I don't think it's really exactly passed quite yet. New Jersey, like they said, it's going to happen as soon mm-hmm. as July. Um, it's so a process. You, yeah, it's definitely a I process. I think that's optimistic. They, they want to they perfect this. There's going to be a lot of bugs and issues at first, I And believe. they'll need to work those out. Yeah, uh, 100%. I mean, even with any bill that's passed, there's a little gray area there where they have to go through the kinks and get through the problems first before they actually... And um, American consumers don't like kinks when you're dealing with their money. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. So, even, even when it does pass and it becomes legal state by state, mm-hmm. the offshore books are still going to be the better option because they're not going to be... Types of wagers. Uh, first that is the too, offering. Right? Um, the, the sports are talking about, and we'll get to this in a minute, about limiting offering for things that are more fixable. Things like player props. Mm-hmm. You know, Which they, is a big money maker. They have to respect their... 
keep in mind the integrity of their game. That's their number one priority. Yeah, that's what the say. leagues are. Every league is are worried about. That's the only thing they're worried about. But they're on just, top of that, the offshore books aren't going to have to pay the sin taxes, exactly. the royalties to well, the league. Pennsylvania was thinking about what they're saying: thirty-four percent sin tax. Imagine who like wants to pay thirty percent juice? What kind of what is that? Definitely not. So I mean, looking at it uh, through a through a, a college point of view, okay, and because um, I, I, I did hear that there were some concerns about placing wagers with students and uh, in college football mm-hmm. particularly, and uh, because they're so young, they're so uh, you know that that, yeah. that is a. I I think that this just helps college athletes' case. You know, something that's been going on for years is that college athletes cannot receive any form of compensation for, for their performance, which is, to me, is ridiculous because there's millions and millions of dollars being made by these uh, schools and associations on these college athletes' performance, and they don't see anything of it. I agree so, with so you. So, yes, is it risky? Is this something that could possibly uh, jeopardize the integrity of the college game? If you don't pay the players, possibly. They're, they're talking about not allowing college athletics. They're not going to allow bets on college athletics. Right, that it's going to be strictly pro. Oh, That's yeah. one of the things on the table. And once again, we go back to the offshore sports books are going to have a way better yeah, offering. I, I don't know right. about you, but my my clients aren't going to accept that. They my bread and butter is college football. <laughs> yeah, so, so basically what you're coming down to is whether they legalize it or not, there's going to be a lot of rules. There's going to be a lot of uh, buts in mm-hmm. there. And yeah. uh, where we can get around that with uh, offshore sports betting, particularly you, Wager.eu. Is that right? Yeah, we're already established in the industry. You know, we've been doing it for years. 20, 24, some odd years or something now. Oh, the NFL's long-standing, unwavering commitment to protecting the integrity of the game remains absolute. You know, they, That's the only thing that these leagues are, are worried about. Um, I don't really have uh, too much of a stance on this. I just think it opens more doors. Um, I think it's a good thing for everyone. It opens more doors. You know, it makes it facilitates things for us as well. From the customer's point of view, you know, this is something that could mean getting your money in easier, getting your money in faster. We can send it out to you faster. We already have same day payouts. How can you beat it? Are there going to be tax issues with this? Am I going to be getting taxed on this, or is the government going to be well, sticking their hands? Well, there's a lot of them. you know the casinos are going to claim it on their taxes. You know right. that they are so. So what you have to claim it on your taxes almost at that point. If it's, you don't, you know, there's you're a be lot in of reasons why perfectly legal businesses where there was no gray area at all relocate down to Central America offshore because they can do things cheaper, they can get around taxes, and, and and it's cheaper, it's better for the for the consumers. And we're not even talking about syntax, which is way higher than what most of these other businesses are paying. And, and you know, don't forget, if these states pass the legislation to allow gambling in the respective states, of course they're going to take taxes out of it. That's why they would do it. Absolutely. Then the question becomes, is Congress going to get involved? Is the federal government going to tax on top of the state tax as well? That's something we don't know yet. And if so, how much? Right. And what about the royalties for the league? The NBA only flip-flopped and got on board on this because they want their... Their royalties. They want their royalties. They came out after the report that they that they put together and said that if they took 1% of all of the action as their cut, 1% on all the action being laid on their sport as a royalty, it would be their biggest moneymaker. More than really? merchandising, yeah. more yeah. than TV sales, more than selling tickets. I mean, we're wow. talking about Vegas made $4.8 billion last year. Uh, I mean, the industry itself, offshore, 
There are numbers out there that suggest that offshore Americans bet about $150 billion a year. Wow. wow. That is incredible. <laughs> That's a lot of money. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is that either way, I mean, this is so... We're, we're at infant stages with this right now. They well, are at infant stages. Right. They're, we're, they're, we're veterans. Right. Yeah, no, 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 We've yeah. been doing this. I agree. And so, so either way, whether you're placing a bet today or you're going to place it tomorrow or next year, once everything gets settled... Um, it's still the best route. It's going to be off offshore. Is that right? Right. I think I, more people are going to gamble because it's legal and it's. This would. Uh, I mean, that's what I was saying the other have day. The it's like when you turn eighteen in the United States, what's the first thing you do? You go buy a lottery ticket at the gas station. Get a you might go get a get a tattoo, buy some cigarettes, go to a strip club. You might go, go do those things just because you turn eighteen, not because you actually want to, just because of the excitement. You turned eighteen, you want to go do it. Brian, were you at my eighteenth birthday? <laughs> <laughs> but this is what I want to know: when they legalize this, right? New Jersey in July. How long is it going to take for them to be able to get online gambling going? All right. At, at the beginning, it's going to be, be brick and quick. mortar. Brickin, yeah, you're going to have to go to an establishment. Board. You're going to have to go to an establishment to place your bets. You're not going to be able to sit on your couch, go on your phone, go on your computer, make your bets, and watch the games. You're going to have to physically drive up to any casino or any uh, you know racetrack and place your bets. At. Really, I or think a this convenience is, store, maybe. Who this, knows? Right, yeah. This, the, this is a win-win for the player. That, that's what it comes down to. This is a win-win for the player because you're going to have options. Do I feel that we're the best option? Of course. Are there going to be other good options out there? There will be. And that's what's yet to be seen. You know, we have to see how this all comes together. Each state's going to have their own regulations. This is this is still a sticky, a sticky subject for a lot of these places. You know what? I, I got to play devil's advocate on this. I think that um, you know, I I've traveled through you know large parts of Nevada, and even at little gas stations, I see. Like little casino machines, yeah, slot but, machines. Yeah, yeah, but they're talking they, about but, putting little vending machines for placing bets in the NBA stadiums in mm-hmm. states where it's legal. So if you go to the game, you can go up there, print your ticket out. That's great. But once again, we're talking about a worse offering, mm-hmm. uh, much higher juice, all of the fees. So Limited why plays. not just go onto your phone, yeah. pull it up, and place your bet right there? But again, yeah. playing the devil's advocate for those people, wouldn't... They wouldn't it result easier if they just take that ticket and if they won, go and get your your money right then and there. And yeah, as opposed I, to having a Bitcoin transferred instantly into your Bitcoin account, tax free. That's tax true. free. That Listen, is true. I like brick and mortar. Here in Costa Rica, we have a couple of places where you can do that. You can go to the bar, you can place your bet, you can chill, you watch the games. There's lots of girls running around. It's fun, and we're in Costa Rica. There's nothing wrong with the brick and mortar. But as far as convenience is concerned, as far as ease of payouts and everything like that, I think the online route is is going to be the route to go. I think you're right. And I think that, um, you know, with technology, as everything progresses in life, I think that we're just getting more. Our phone is going to be an extension. It already is an extension of our of ourselves. It's just going to get that much more easier to place a bat. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right on that, on those terms. Let's talk about what this is going to do. To the integrity of the game, though. Uh, I mean, uh, NBA, NFL, the pro sports, the ones okay. they're definitely going to take it on. What what does this do to the integrity of the game? Uh, especially baseball. Baseball, there's so many games. You can drop games here yeah. and there. I, I wonder. That's something that I do wonder. Is there going to be more temptation to, to fix games? Uh, are players going to be making so much that they don't have to even think about fixing games? I don't uh, think so. I think that, you know, my opinion is that whether games are going to be fixed or not right now, they should be doing it right now. Oh, look. I think, I think I this is just going to be an add-on. Well, yeah. To the MLB actually came out and said in a statement that the ruling will have profound effects 
Okay, so they they don't like it. MLB, yeah, MLB, MLB just I, don't I think like it. MLB is one of the more notorious leagues as far as shaving points and, and things like that. Yeah, uh, was Pete Rose well, betting on himself? Well, now the MLB has he to, was uh, Pete Rose. Now, <laughs> now the MLB school, right? actually has to kind of switch gears. They yeah. have to switch gears. They have to you know look out for the integrity of their game. They have to make sure that the, the proper protections are put in place to protect their sport. Just look, just along with any other of these league, leagues, you know, the NCAA, uh, the the NBA, NFL, you know, NHL. They Absolutely. they have to make sure that their sport saves the integrity. So if any sport is most affected of the four major sports, which would you say is the one that takes the biggest hit? Baseball. Baseball, baseball 100%. Baseball, because it's too hard to drop games purposely in the NFL. Oh, I yeah. mean, we there's too few games. They matter too much. Everybody's watching them. Whereas if some team that's out of the playoff hunt drops a game that they probably should have won or who have already made the playoffs in the NLB, mm-hmm. nobody's yeah. really going to notice. And there's a lot of money to be made there. There's a lot at stake. True. The other thing is they're saying that leagues like the NBA are going to have to start releasing injury reports the way the NFL does very early right. so that the league knows who's going to play and who doesn't. Because mm-hmm. if at the end of the year, if Popovich decides to rest all of his stars you know, at the end of a road stretch the way he does, that profoundly impacts Affects the, the money. Yeah. And he could do that and, make, and swing the money one way or another. So who plays and who doesn't has to be what's announced way sooner. What's the rule now? How long does the NBA have to? There isn't a rule right now. So they the day before game they can time come decision. Out with, yeah, game time decision. Really? Injury reports. Yeah. Imagine that. I so mean, we so we might not even know about Chris Paul till game time, huh? Well, we probably won't. I mean, that's what we're thinking about right now. But that'll be irrelevant here soon enough. Uh, then the other issue is that according to the in the NBA, according to the players' union. They get a piece of this. So if the league gets royalties, say 1%, and it becomes their biggest money maker. The players get that money too. Yeah, close to half of that has to be passed on to the players, and it has to be passed on in salary cap. That's how they do oh, that. Oh, really? So we're going to see the cap jump up quite a bit here in the next few years as different states legalize it and more royalties start coming in, which is why players have already said they're not signing more than a one year deal. Why would they? So we're if looking the cap- at. Lo- if the cap increases by 30 or 40% every time, as does the max deal, why would you sign a six, seven-year deal? We're going to see a lot of one-year deals, and we're going to see a lot more players moving around. A lot more players moving around, a lot more super teams. Definitely. A lot more super that. teams. I hate that. Uh, some people think it takes away from the fun of the game. but It I mean, does. It, it does take away. It's like the heat I, when LeBron and D-Wade and Chris Bosh. I hate there's that. There's always been super look teams. At Ro- look at Rockets and Warriors right now. Those are You could argue those are both two super teams. That's one of the most exciting series I've seen in a yeah, while. That's the thing, though. Is there's two super teams. Back in the Miami days with, with all those three players, it was beat the heat. Who can beat the heat this year? Well, Who Celtics. can beat the heat? That's true. Always. He's right. Really, the Celtics never had a super team? I think there's several never super said they teams, didn't have right? a super team. What I'm saying is they were, they were nothing compared to the Heat at that point. But either way, going back to legalization. So it turns out, like, for a fan like myself and a sports better, an avid sports better like myself, this, this could turn out to be a good thing. I don't know. Absolutely. I mean, Without I, don't, a doubt. I don't have to pick up a phone anymore. I don't have to... Like, go to Vegas and do this, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I, I can just... And who wants to go opens... to Atlantic City? Just kidding. <laughs> this, this guy. It opens doors you know. for offshore. I mean, there's definitely going to be doors open inland in America, obviously, but it also opens a lot of doors for us to, to make changes to our system and, and to, you know, Absolutely. do stuff a little differently. Competition it forces, is it forces always us to be even better. more competitive. Yeah, competition is definitely good. 
All right, so that that's been our. This is a ongoing topic that goes that can go on forever, and I think that uh, we're like I said, we're in the infant stages of what's happening with uh, Congress, and this is just something simple that has that the Supreme Supreme Court has stated. And uh, we have yet to see so much for this. But so far, I think that this is all good news. I think that for the Avid Sports Better, I think that I can continue uh, playing at uwager.eu. And uh, things are just going to get easier. But uh, anyways, uh, we'll, we, we will talk, be talking more about this in the future. But for now, this is John for Jordan, Brian, and Monroe. Monroe. So there you go. This has been OOBG Radio, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to OOBG Radio, the leading destination for the best sports and betting analysis podcast. Check in each week for more on sports news and forecasting. Don't forget to check us out on your favorite social media website and on OOBG.com.